hadathana wa akhbarana wa anba'ana wa sami'tu all of these statements here hadathana wa akhbarana wa anba'ana we said yani they all have the same meaning of narrated to us wa sami'tu and i heard likewise all of these with ibn uyayna wahida all of these terms with sufyan ibn uyayna was regarded as being or were regarded as being one and the same statement yani with the same meaning وقال ابن مسعود رضي الله عنه حدثنا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وهو الصادق والمستوق and ibn mas'ud he said حدثنا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم the rasul sallam he narrated to us وهو الصادق المستوق and he is a sadiq the, the truthful the truthful one and al-mastuq meaning one who is believed in as being truthful وقال شقيق عن عبد الله رضي الله عنه سمعت النبي كلمة so from شقيق وشقيق he said from عبد الله that he heard the prophet ﷺ from the from the prophet ﷺ كلمة يعني كلاما he heard from him يعني some speech وقال حذيفة رضي الله عنه حدثنا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم حديثين and حذيفة رضي الله عنه he said that the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم he narrated to us حديثين two hadith وقال أبو العالية عن ابن عباس رضي الله عنهما عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فيما يروي عن ربه and so from Abdullah ibn Abbas from the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم فيما يروي عن ربه concerning that which he narrated meaning the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم narrated from his Lord وقال أنس وقال أنس رضي الله عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يرويه عن ربي and similar from Anas that Anas he said from the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم who narrated from his Lord وقال أبو حريرة رضي الله عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يرويه عن ربكم and Abu Huraira he said from the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم that he narrated from your Lord and in the first hadith, all of these that you see before, which were mentioned now, they, these are all ta'aliq. And al-Bukhari, he he's, he's not bringing the full chain, and so it's ta'aliq, because he's mentioning immediately these sahaba, Abdullah bin Mas'ud, he's mentioning Shaqiq, Tabi'i, he's mentioning uh, Abu Al-Aliya, Hudayfa, Anas, Abu Hayra, without bringing the chains between him and these uh, individuals, these narrators, and so these are ta'aliq. And likewise, he's not, he's not bringing the full hadith. The first hadith in this chapter is the following hadith. So Al-Bukhari, he says, قَالْ حَدَّثَنَا قُتَيْبَ He said, Qutayba narrated to us. حَدَّثَنَا إِسْمَعِيلِ ibn Ja'far. We said that Ismail ibn Ja'far narrated to us from Abdullah ibn Dinar. We narrated from Abdullah ibn Dinar from Ibn Umar radiallahu anhuma who said, قَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ those who have the Arabic text, you, you, you may have قَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صلى twice. One of them should be crossed out. Now, that the Messenger of Allah وسلم, he said, إِنَّ مِنَ الشَّجْرِ شَجَرَةً لَا يَسْقُطُ وَرَقُهَا Indeed, from the trees there, are, there is a tree. From the trees there is a tree. لَا يَسْقُطُ وَرَقُهَا Its leaves do not fall. وَإِنَّهَا مَثْلُ الْمُسْلِمِ And indeed, it is the like of the likeness the example of the Muslim. فَحَدِّثُونِي مَا هِيَ 
And so inform me and tell me what is it? Which is that tree? What is that tree? And the people began to make mention of some of the trees found in the desert. Abdullah. And so Abdullah he said, and it appeared to me and it occurred, it occurred to me that it is the Nakhla, the date palm tree. Fastahyait. But I was shy. I was shy to make mention of that. And as we know from the other narrations, that is because Abu Bakr and his father Amr, both of them were present, and he was shy to say something in their presence, with him being smaller than them, younger than them. Now, and then they said, those who were present, they said, tell us and inform us, what is that tree? O Messenger of Allah, he said, he said, it is the Nakhla, it is the date palm tree. Now, so this is the chapter we find ourselves before. And um, we are working through the explanation of Sheikh Zaid al-Madkhali, rahimahullah ta'ala. And the Sheikh, he says here uh, that the chapter heading, قول المحدث, the saying of the Muhaddith, حدثنا وخبرنا وانبعنا إشارة إلى سيغ التحمل والأداء is an indication, Bukhari is indicating towards the different forms and ways and expressions that are used يعني, uh, for تحمل and الأداء. And concerning a hadith, التحمل is أخذ الحديث عن الشيوخ That's تحمل تحمل is when is, is the act of taking a hadith from the muhaddithin from the, from the, from the sheikh That is تحمل And الأداء is تبليغ الحديث إلى التلميذ أداء is to then uh, convey that hadith to the student نعم وهذه هي الصيغ الشهيرة and these are the well-known uh, forms of narrating, or those terms that are used when narrating. قال الصادق المصدق يعني taken from the statement of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud before he narrated the hadith. When he said, حدثنا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وهو الصادق والمصدق And then the hadith, the shaykh, he, makes, he makes mention of the hadith. The hadith, إن أحدكم يجمع خلقه في بطن أمي أربعين يوما that one of you, his creation uh, is within he, the, the womb of his mother within 40 days. And then he becomes an alaqa, a clot of blood. Meaning just like those 40 days. Meaning another 40 days and he's an alaqa, a clot of blood. And then he becomes... Uh, a piece of flesh for another 40 days. ثُمَّ يُرْسَلُ إِلَيْهِ الْمَلَكِ And then Allah, He sends to, to him the angel. فَيَنْفَخُ فِيهِ الْرُوحِ And he blows the soul into him. وَيُؤْمَرْ بِعَرْبَعِ كَلِمَاتِ And he is commanded with four words or four things to write. بِكَتْبِ رِزْقِ He is commanded to write his provision. وَأَجَلِ His lifespan وَعَمَلِ And his actions وَشَقِيٌّ أَوْ سَعِيدٌ 
whether he is going to be a happy individual or a wretched individual. Al Hadith, the Hadith, to the end of the Hadith. فقول ابن مسعود رضي الله عنه الشيخ يقول that the statement of Abdullah ibn Masood حدثنا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم هذه من صيغ التحديث. This is from the expressions that are used when conveying the Hadith. ومثلها أخبرنا وأنبأنا ونحو ذلك من الصيغ الواردة. And just like حدثنا is أخبرنا وأنبأنا and other than that which has come which have come. وسند الرواية محفوظ and the chains and the asanid those chains of narrations are preserved and have been preserved لأنه من خصائص هذه الأمة because this is something which is from the those matters which are specific to this أمة فتجد اليوم في هذا العصر وقبل هذا اليوم من يملكون الإجازات والشهادات بالسند المنتهي إلى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في السحاء والسنن والأمهات. So the Sheikh says that you find even up until this day and before this time. يعني one who who has permission. He's been given permission from those who he heard from his from his sheikhs. And yani, those who have testimony from their scholars and those mashayikh that they heard from, um, they have permission and testimony to, to narrate their chain. Their chain going back, yani, the, 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 with mentioning the sheikh he heard from, and then his sheikh and his sheikh all the way up until the Prophet. Yani, concerning the book, the, the Siha, Sahih Bukhari, Sahih Muslim, and likewise the Sunan. The four books of, of, of the Sunan and the Ummahat, yani those, um, yani those Ummahat and those Usul and those, yani, uh, those uh, fundamental books um, in Ahadith. That we find that there are those who have their chains even to this time. Yani it's been a long chain. Even though Bukhari has been recorded down, there are still those from the Mashaykh who, since that time, have narrated. Yani those those books with their chains, their specific chains going back to Yani the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And so that which they would use when narrating is these expressions: Hadathana, Akbarana, and Baana, Samiatu, and so on. Now, ويلحق بها الكتابة والإجازة والمناولة وما شكل ذلك مما يلحق بصيغ التحمل وهذا هو المأثور. عن نقلة السنة، and that which يعني is added to that is الكتابة، and we'll explain all of these الكتابة، الإجازة، المناولة. There's no point me mentioning them right now with one or two words because it's not possible to mention them with one or two words what they are. The way in how these hadith are transmitted in these ways. يعني these are various forms in how or various ways in how hadith are transmitted, and this is something which has been يعني narrated from the نقلة السنة those who have passed on the سنة and transmitted the سنة. Now, then the Sheikh he goes into explaining the حديث the حديث itself the حديث of the date palm tree of the likeness of the Muslim. However, the Sheikh didn't really go into the تعليق of البخاري those narrations which were mentioned before without the chains. 
The Sheikh didn't really go into that. But other than the Sheikh, يعني, have gone into it from the Mashaikh. Such as Sheikh Ibn Thaymeen, uh, Rahimahullah, when he explained um, the same Kitab. And other than Sheikh Ibn Thaymeen. So, يعني, we'll just divert for a moment away from this Kitab um, and يعني, take benefit from others from the Mashaikh concerning this chapter. أولاً, إخوان, the Munasaba. Munasaba al-Bab بالذي قبله. Yani the relevance of this chapter concerning, yani, or as it relates to the previous chapter. And as we said, Al-Bukhari didn't just randomly put all these books together and these chapters together. He did so with great fiqh and understanding and, and yani, him extracting wisdoms and, and rulings. So the relevance, what is the relevance behind Al-Bukhari coming with this chapter after the chapter which is preceded? And the chapter which preceded was, was what? Bab man? Rafa'asawtahu bil'ilm. Chapter concerning the one who raises his voice when disseminating knowledge. And this chapter we have, Qawl uh, al-Muhadith, the saying of the Muhadith, akhbarana wa anba'ana wa, na'am, haddathana wa akhbarana wa anba'ana. So what's the relevance? The relevance behind this chapter being mentioned after the previous. Anyone? Means of transmission. Hmm? Means of transmission. Naam. Naam, the means of transmission. So we had in the previous chapter, يعني, um, Raful Alim assault, يعني, how, the, how the Alim, how the scholar, he raises his voice when conveying knowledge that those who are present may learn and, and hear because that is ablaq and more far reaching when the alim raises his voice that the one as we, we, we read last week and we heard last week from the sheikh so that the one who is weak in his hearing may hear the one who sat at the back likewise may hear and likewise also takrar mas'alah how we found that the Rasul he would repeat three times, he would repeat the same thing. So, in the previous bab, we learned how the raising of the voice, that is so the, those who were present and the students may learn, may hear and learn. Uh, as for this chapter, then this chapter is how the hadirun, how those who were present, the tulab and the students, how they are to be taught yani through the riwayah through narrating to them and there's no doubt that when narrating to them then that requires certain alfav it requires uh, expressions and words that are used when transmitting those ahadith and so this is the relevance between this this chapter and the chapter before now and then al-bukhari uh, he mentioned um, that his sheikh said al-humaydi sheikh al-bukhari he said that kana inda ibn uyayna that with ibn uyayna we said that was sufyan ibn uyayna that with him all of these terms were the same akhbarana anba'ana haddathana wa sami'tu all of them were one with him and the intent of al-bukhari by bringing this is to show Likewise, with him, it is, it is one. 
Because there are those who's, who say no, there's a difference between all of these, these terms. But the fact that Bukhari brought the statement of Ibn Uyaynan just suffice with that and didn't bring the other statements, statements of other Imams who hold the other position shows that this is the ikhtiyar of, or the mukhtar of Al-Bukhari. This is Al-Bukhari. The position of Bukhari also is that all of these terms are the same. They're all, they all have the same meaning. Hence why, previously, whenever we've gone through change in narrations, yani whenever um, we find within the chain, haddathana or akhbarana, very commonly, it's translated by the one who's translating as narrated to us. And there's no yani, uh, different term that's used to yani, um, bring across a, 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 a different meaning. Now, so this is the um, position of Imam al-Bukhari, that he doesn't differ between these alfad, between these utterances. As for the ones who came later, then yes, they did. But as it relates to the language itself, then it's hard to say there's a difference, even in the language, because there are a number of verses in the Quran, number of verses in the Quran where these words are used. And so, for example, in uh, Surah Al-Zalzala, يَوْمَئِذِنْ تُحَدِّثُ أَخْبَارَهَا يَوْمَئِذِنْ تُحَدِّثُ So when we say حَدَّثَنَا So you hear the same verb being used. يَوْمَئِذِنْ تُحَدِّثُ ماذا? أَخْبَارَهَا So أخبار from the verb أَخْبَرَنَا And so here we have within this verse the mention that the earth on that day يَوْمَئِذِنْ to hadithu akhbarha. It will inform with its information. Hmm? On that day, the earth will inform with its information, meaning the earth will inform with the information of that which took place on it, on the earth. And so Allah used these two words interchangeably and mean with the same meaning. They, they, they bring the same meaning. Kadalik, la yunabbi'uka mithlu khabir. La yunabbi'uka. Allah says, and so when you hear "amba'ana," this is the same word being used. La yunabbi'uka mithlu khabir. None can inform you like one who is all acquainted. Naam, unlike many other verses, "Qad nabba'ana Allah min akhbarikum" in Surah Tawbah. "Qad nabba'ana Allah min akhbarikum." Many of these words being used, and yani, there is no uh, difference in the meaning. However, it is said that when it comes to tahdith and ikhbar, tahdith and ikhbar, then there is a difference. There is a difference. That ikhbar is am. It is it is more uh, general than tahdith. Tahdith is more specific. Because tahdith is with kalam. Tahdith is with kalam, is with speech. As for ikhbar, it can be through speech and it can be through kitab, writing. It can be through ishara, giving signals. And so that is why it is said that if a person, he said, man akhbarani bikeda fahuwa hur. That whoever Akhbarani informs me, but using this verb, akhbarani, whoever informs me of such and such, then he is free. Meaning, he's not a servant anymore. I free him. 
So a man, he has a number of slaves, let's say, and he says, whoever akhbarani, whoever informs me of such and such, fahuwa hur. And if, then if he informs him of that thing, he's free. However, if he does so with kitab, through kitabah, through writing, whatever he wants to know, and he gives it to him, or he makes ishara, he signals, brings across the same meaning, what, he, what he's trying to, uh, or, or the same meaning as what he, yani, uh, in place of the ishara, would have said. Then he's free. As for if he said, man haddathani, whoever haddathani, whoever tells me, and we said tahdith is by speech, whoever tells me such and such, then he's free. Now in that situation, if he writes it down and informs him, his master, he would not be freed. He would not be freed because tahdith is through speech. Up until he says it, because he placed that condition, whoever, say, whoever says it to me, then he would be free. So this shows to us that there is a, a, a difference between uh, tahdith and al-ikhbar. Now, now, However, as we said, Al-Bukhari himself and the Sahaba, as we're going to see here, and we, we, we saw that the Sahaba themselves did not differ with these terms. The Rasulullah likewise didn't differ. Now, um, however, Bukhari, what he does after the statement of Ibn Uyayna, or saying how Ibn Uyayna, all of these statements were one with him, he then brings six ta'aliq, six uh, chains which are cut short, and yani, he, he, he mentions either something from the hadith or just the first part of the hadith. The first three, the uh, first three that he mentions, so Qala Ibn Mas'ud, and then Qala Shaqiq, and Abdullah, and Qala Hudayfa, all of them you see that there is the mention of Haddathana Rasulullah. Or سَمِعْتُ النَّبِيَّ And likewise from Hudayfa, حَدَّثَنَا رَسُولُ So with all of these, Al-Bukhari, what he's intending to show here is that uh, the Sahabi, one time he may say, حَدَّثَنَا رَسُولُ Or one time he may say, سَمِعْتُ Because if you look at the first two, Ibn Mas'ud, قَالَ Ibn Mas'ud, حَدَّثَنَا رَسُولُ الله that the Rasul he narrated to us. Okay, so here Abdullah ibn Masood is using what? Haddathana. Narrated to us. But in the second one, Shaqiq, Qala Shaqiq. And Shaqiq, he was uh, Shaqiq ibn Salama. Abu Wa'il, Shaqiq ibn Salama. From the students of Abdullah ibn Masood. So here, Qala Shaqiq. An Abdullah. Which Abdullah? There's no mention of which Abdullah is here in the kitab. Which Abdullah? Ibn Masood, I just mentioned, he's from the, he's his sahib, uh, Abdullah ibn Masood. So he, he was a student, of, a student of Abdullah ibn Masood. So Shaqiq said from Abdullah, meaning Abdullah ibn Masood. So again, Abdullah ibn Masood, but this time, Sami'tu. This time, Sami'tu. He said, I heard. So sometimes a companion would narrate saying, Haddathana, or sometimes he would say, Sami'tu. Now, and so the first three ta'aliq, Al-Bukhari is intended to show here that the Sahaba, that all of these terms were one with them. That they didn't differentiate. And so this is why Bukhari he took this position likewise. And Ibn Uyayna and others. Now, 
As for the hadith, al-Sadiq al-Masduq, the first hadith of Abdullah ibn Masood, um, then that is that hadith that the Sheikh mentioned within that explanation we mentioned. Uh, one of you, his creation, is brought together in the womb of his mother uh, in 40 days. Now, that hadith. And as for the hadith, the second hadith, قال الشقيق عن عبد الله بن مسعود رضي الله عنه سمعت النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم كلمة that is the hadith wherein the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم he said لا يدخل الجنة من يشرك بالله شيئا he who associates a partner with Allah makes partners with Allah in his worship would not enter Jannah as for the hadith of حذيفة وقال حذيفة رضي الله عنه حدثنا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم حديثين that is the hadith, uh, the hadith uh, wherein, yani, in Kitab al-Riqaq in al-Bukhari itself, wherein Hudayfa he mentions, wherein he mentions how, yani, uh, and this is in the chapter of Raful Raful Amana, how the trust will be lifted, uh, and he mentions two. He said he said that the Rasulullah he narrated two hadith. He says he said that. Um, I've seen one of them take place and I'm waiting for the other to take place. And the first hadith is when the Rasulullah said that the, that the amana will nazalat, that uh, trust will, will descend. And the people will be trustworthy at the beginning. And then the second hadith, how the trust will be lifted. And so for therefore you're saying, I'm, I'm still waiting to see this. That's the hadith being uh, referred to there. Now, then the next three ta'aliq, you see the next three, what do you notice about the next three for those who have the Arabic text? Hmm? All of them are through an, the an ana, which is referred to as al an ana, and all of them are hadith qudsiyya, hadith qudsiyya, wherein uh, the Rasulullah he narrated from his Lord. Now, now. But going back to the previous, before uh, mentioning the affair of the Anana, then we see that the Sahaba, they didn't differ concerning um, these seer and these expressions that are used, that they all had the same meaning. And the Rasulullah likewise himself, he himself would use these terms interchangeably. Many ahadith where he would begin saying, Allah ukhbirukum, Allah unabbi'ukum bi akbar al-kabair, shall I not inform you of the greatest of the major sins and so on. The Rasulullah would use these terms. Allah Shall I not inform you? Allah And so on. And likewise, when the Rasulullah himself, when he narrated from Tamim al-Dari, in the Qissa of al-Jasasa. When the, yeah, the Qissa of al-Jasasa, Jasasa, anyone, anyone know that Qissa? Yeah. What is that Qissa about? Yeah. That story of al-Jasasa. The Jal. Now, when they were Timudari was on a, uh, a boat, and they came to an island, and they met there a, like a beast. And yani, to the end, where the, the how the Jal is tied up. Timudari, when he came back, he narrated what he had witnessed to the Rasulullah. Then the Rasulullah he came out to the Sahaba and he said, "Akhbarani, Akhbarani, Timudari." So the Rasulullah, likewise, he used this. Uh, term Akhbarani Naam uh, and the hadith within the chapter, this chapter itself, wherein the Rasul he said, 
inna min ash-shajari shajara la yasqutu warqaha indeed from the trees there uh, there is a tree la yasqutu warqaha its leaves do not fall fahaddithuni ma hiya oh he said before that wa innaha mathalul muslim and indeed it is the likeness of the muslim fahaddithuni ma hiya so he said fahaddithuni he said tell me inform me what it is which which, which tree is it and in one wording of the hadith akhbiruni in another wording anbiuni all three of these terms being used that al bukhari brings in the chapter headed by the rasul sallallahu now or that this, the the sahaba narrated with different these different words and it wasn't important whether the rasul sallallahu may have just used one of them hadithuni but then the sahaba the sahaba who heard and were present they narrated with these three terms because they all have the same meaning with them now now as we mentioned there are those who came along and those who uh, differentiated between these statements now and so it's mentioned that the first of those who differentiated was ibn wahab from misr from egypt from that region now ibn wahab and likewise imam muslim imam muslim he he, he would differentiate between these terms and so with them haddathana haddathana is ma the rawi ma sami'a rawi min al-shaykh so when to them if a rawi and a narrator said haddathana that is what he heard from the shaykh yani ma yalfaz bihi al-shaykh that which the shaykh would utter himself and say himself meaning he narrated the shaykh himself narrated the hadith and said the hadith with his own words as for akhbarana and that is ma yuqra ala al-shaykh akhbarana that is what was read to the shaykh now and likewise those who would differentiate between the singular that was used the singular form of the verb that was used and the and the plural form that was used so if he said haddathani so and so then what does that mean firstly is it is it, is it that he that the sheikh read or it was read to the sheikh the sheikh was the one who read but if he uses the singular he was the only one who was present and the sheikh read to him but if he said haddathana then it wasn't just him that was present but there were others present now and if he said akhbarani he himself read to the sheikh he uses singular and if he said akhbarana jamaa there was a jamaa there was a yani there's more than just him present more than just the rawi present either he himself either he read to the sheikh but there were others present or someone else read to the sheikh and he was present now so they differentiated as for anba'ana anba'ana then this is yani is qalil al-istimal it's not used a lot uh, from them those who said that it means sama'an yani min al-shaykh yani that he heard from the sheikh and from them those who said it was qira'a ala al-shaykh it was read to the sheikh now but that which it became more well known for is um, in ijaza 
when the yani ijaza is uh, another way in how a hadith is transmitted and we'll come to that in detail but yani uh, in brief when uh, the sheikh gives permission to him to narrate hadith which he didn't hear from him but in another way yani he, he acquired the hadith by a different way and he, then he gives him permission now that yani if the rawi says amba'ana then this term became known for that that he, he himself didn't hear it from the sheikh or that it was read to the sheikh in front of him but rather the sheikh gave him permission the sheikh gave him permission now now but as we mentioned then al bukhari he he brings the last three ta'ariq uh, which uh yani summarized yani he doesn't bring the full chain and we mentioned that they are all a hadith qudsiya a hadith wherein the rasulullah he narrates from his lord and you can see in all of them yarwi an rabbihi an the term an is being used this is a general term an is a general term yani in english we would roughly translate it as from that from or an doesn't indicate whether he heard was it that he heard from the sheikh or that it was read to the sheikh yani it doesn't bring across the same meaning of hadathana and akhbarana yani with that detail that we mentioned now um and so this is what al bukhari is trying to prove here that yani he is trying to bring the hukum and the ruling of the anana the anana when narrators they narrate with an so they mention uh, a narrator and they say an like we saw in these chains here or we I mean, we we've been seeing throughout our reading uh, of this kitab that al bukhari what he's trying to get across here is its ruling is al wasl that the chains are connected hmm? that if if between the narrators there is that word, that term an being used then it takes the ruling of it being connected and there's not a, a, a cut in the chain because yes it brings about doubt when that an is used did he hear it or is it is possible that he didn't hear it and he, yeah and he 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 didn't hear it himself from from the sheikh but he heard it from someone else and he's just he, and he's yeah and he's missing out the one who we actually heard it from and he's going direct to the sheikh now um however with al bukhari with al bukhari the hadith of the rawi and the one who narrates with the anana then with him it is connected it is a chain which is connected and so then it becomes authentic um in the thabut al luqi yani if it is established that these two narrators that they that they met that they actually met meaning those two narrators were in between and there is that an that general term that he narrated from that he or, or just from someone so then yani with al bukhari it takes the ruling of it being connected this chain is connected if it is established that both of these two narrators that they met each other elsewhere it's meant it's well known that yani they they were the same age they lived in the same uh region and they met as opposed to imam muslim imam muslim this type of hadith he would suffice with muasara muasara meaning that they lived in the same time but it doesn't have to be established that they met each other as long as they same age lived in the same region same in the same time it's possible that they met and this is why it is mentioned that the sahih imam bukhari is asah because al bukhari has come with a more strict condition here 
that the Sahih of Imam al-Bukhari is, is more authentic than the Sahih of Imam Muslim. Although, without a doubt, the, the, the whole of the Ummah ha, 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 have accepted the Sahih of Imam Muslim as being authentic. Now, 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 as far as we mentioned, we, uh, we said we would make mention of the uh, types of tahammul and wa'ad tahammul, the way, the ways in how the ahadith uh, transmitted. Uh, there are eight, eight ways in how the ahadith are transmitted. Uh, the first of them is as-sama'ah, that is when the hadith is heard from the yani, words of the sheikh himself. The sheikh himself, he's the one who narrates the hadith, whether that is from his hif, whether that is from his, from his memory or from his book. Makes no difference. But this type, sama' is when the talib or the talmi, the student, he, he is from the shaykh. And the shaykh, he narrates with his words. Now, that's the first. The second is al-arab. Al-arab. And that is when yani it is basically displayed to the shaykh. Meaning, al-qira'atu ala shaykh. When the hadith is read to the sheikh so from the students the student who who is is reading the uh, hadith to the sheikh so it may be from the book of the sheikh himself of that which the student himself has recorded down from the sheikh and he's he's uh, reading them back to the sheikh and the sheikh is present and he's listening this is al-arab now, and these, these two are the highest levels, and when, when we come across these terms, akbarana, haddathana, sami'na, and so on, they are the terms that are used when it comes to this, these two ways of transmitting the hadith. Now, then the third is al-ijaza. Al-ijaza. Ijaza, we mentioned briefly, very briefly before. Anyone remember what that means? When the permission, when the sheikh gives his, the permission to the student uh, to narrate his hadith. However, he didn't hear them. Because if he did hear them from the Shaykh, then that would be, if he heard directly from the Shaykh, that would be Sama'a. Naam. So the difference between this is that he didn't hear these ahadith from the Shaykh. Naam. So that is Al-Ijaza. Al-Ijaza is when the Shaykh gives permission to the student to narrate from him a hadith which he did not hear from the Shaykh, um, but a hadith which he, the student himself, Yani, uh, made a copy of yani, a, hadith which, uh, a hadith from the sheikh but he's, he somehow got a copy of them maybe from someone else or that the sheikh himself he gave his book to the student for him to copy the hadith so he didn't hear them that is al-ijaza when he gives him permission that's the third the fourth is al-munawala al-munawala and that is when the sheikh he gives uh, the student his book, his book of a hadith that he has, the hadith which he heard with the chains. The sheikh, he gives his, the student his book either as a gift to him or i'ara, and he lends the book to him so that he may, he may copy the 
a hadith. And so either when he when he gives the book to him, then either he that's coupled with permission for him to ijazah for him to to narrate, or yeah, and he, um, he just gives the book for him to copy, and he doesn't give him the ijazah, the permission. And so if he gives him the permission, then that falls into ijazah. If he gives him the permission to to, to narrate, then uh, that falls into the category before. Uh, and if he doesn't, then there's a khilaf, there's a difference of opinion amongst the scholars. Uh, is it allowed for him to narrate those hadith? And the majority of the scholars, they say, um, no, he's not allowed to narrate those hadith because permission wasn't granted to him. Now, and there are reasons why they go into that. Yeah, and there's detail behind that, but that's, it's not the time for, to mention that. The, um, which, this now brings us to which number? Five. The fifth, al-mukataba. Al-mukataba. And this is... Basically, when the sheikh he writes to the student, whether the student is in the same country or in a different country, maybe the student writes to the sheikh saying, "Narrate us a hadith in such and such," and then the sheikh he writes a hadith down and sends it to him, or the sheikh just takes initiative from his, he he himself just writes and sends uh, it, the hadith which he writes to his student. So he writes from his hadith and he gives it to the student. This is al mukataba. Uh, and then the sixth is I'lam I'lam sheikh and this is basically when the sheikh he um, he informs the student uh, of a hadith that he has with him or that, a, that yani, he tells him that he has a kitab or a book um, yani with his uh, chains with his chains of narration um, and يعني, the, the, the sheikh he يعني, doesn't uh, either he gives him permission and again he gives him permission or he doesn't give him permission yeah. and so he, he, make, he, makes, he, he informs the student that there are a number of ahadith or he has a kitab um, with his narrations the Seventh is al-wasiyyah. Al-wasiyyah is basically when the muhaddith, when he's on his deathbed or before traveling, if he fears that he may not return from his, his journey, that he gives his kitab to his book to the student or to an individual. This is al-wasiyyah. This is al-wasiyyah. And again, with, with these latter ones, there's a difference of opinion with these latter ones, whether he's allowed to narrate or not narrate. Permission is, is given, then he's allowed to narrate. Permission isn't given. This is where the difference of opinion occurs. If permission wasn't given, because a person can make a wasiyah, meaning he, on his deathbed he writes in his will, or yeah, and he, 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 he instructs that his book of hadith goes to so-and-so, and he just leaves it like that. So he's not given permission, he just left it like that. But if he gives permission, then that's clear, that now he can narrate from him. But if he doesn't give permission, then that's so that's where the scholars they differ. Um, from them, those who say he can. From them, those who say he can't. Then the last one is al wijada, al wijada, and that is when, um, yani the student, he or someone, uh, finds uh, a hadith of his sheikh with his writing, and he finds. Uh, he, he comes to find some, some of his hadith which are written down uh, with his writing um, and so again 
is, um, is he allowed to convey those hadith or not, a difference of opinion again. But these, in, in brief, are the eight ways in how the hadith are transmitted. So the first was, just to recap them before the salah, Sama, and that is to? When the Sheikh narrates, when the Sheikh himself narrates and the, uh, those who were present, they hear. The second, Al-Arab, and that is? When the Hadith are presented to the Sheikh, read to him. And the third, Ijaza, which is? Sheikh gives permission. Permission for a Hadith which? Student hasn't heard from him. Now, whether that was Sama'an or Ardan. Now, and the fourth, Munawala, and that is? Sahih. Al-Mukataba, I've given you that one. That's the next one, Al-Mukataba, and that is? Sheikh writes his Ahadith to the student. Now, and the seventh, also the sixth, Ilam al-Sheikh, when he? informs him that he has a hadith or that he has يعني, uh, a kitab. The seventh al-wasiyyah and that is? Sahih. When he leaves a book to someone or his hadith to someone. And the last al-wijada which is? When he finds a hadith uh, of his sheikh in his writing هذا وصلى الله عليه وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين